Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. Boy. Johnny G, John Gabris. I am not in the High and Mighty Studios, guys. I am in the HeadGum East Studios, joined by my nearly silent engineer, Nick Rad. Shout out to him. And for first time guest, guy I've been trying to get on here for a while, had to fly to his city to, well, nearby. I'm in Brooklyn. Oh, you live in Brooklyn now? No, no, I'm in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, shit. Yeah. I still picture you living on 8th Avenue in, a, <laughs> in that weird, sketchy uh, neighborhood right yeah, there. Yeah, that's now uh, has a Dunkin' Donuts underneath it. Oh, instead of the ki- uh, the, the Chinese place? The Chinese place is now a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, upgrade? <laughs> Possibly? I don't know. Guys, that voice you're hearing is Charlie Todd, uh, comedian, podcaster, and the creator, uh, inventor of fun, of uh, improv everywhere. What's your title in your email? It's like, oh yeah, I think I say fun haver. Founder, director, organizer of fun. I think is my my signature (laughs) file. Um, And we're going to be talking about a subject near and dear to both of our hearts, beer. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically, we we were talking about what we should do. We were going to maybe try a bunch of different beers, but instead we got a bunch of beers to drink. But mostly we're going to be talking about beer because we're, we're a little bit, you're more so than me, a bit of a beer snob. I got now. deep into beer yeah. a few years back. Snob is not the right word, because that's unfair, because I'll smash Miller Lights all day long, too. I, I won't, so I'll, I'll, I, I can be called a beer snob. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, so we were going to talk about maybe our history of beer, but I'm going to start off by pouring myself a little bit of the thing I was most excited about, which is the Freigeist Otter Kalong and a really, unfiltered Kolsch. Yeah, it's a really eclectic selection of beers here. I'm excited to try some of these. Yeah, I've never had any of them, which is actually a rare thing for me to be. I mean, I've maybe I've had some. I've had a Stillwater uh, brewery before. But yeah, I recognize most of these breweries. Yeah, um, yeah so one I have those a, things where it's like, um, oh uh, yeah, I just told uh, Marika who works at Headgum. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm in another interview. Can you just spend around fifty dollars on random beers? <laughs> <laughs> and so here we go. Nice. I'm gonna pour myself an unfiltered Kolsch cool. first because that's I'll one take of my a little favorites. bit of that. Um, yeah. yeah, so I have a podcast that has the name Beer in the Title, but I never get to talk about beer on it. So oh, I'm right, because really it's a excited. political podcast yeah. called Two Beers In. Shout Two out. Beers In, yeah, shout out And that's out just sort that. of like a buzz, like you get people buzzed and start ranting. Yeah, about the politics. premise of that is that we have like, we, we actually have Katie Turr from MSNBC on our next show. Coming <laughs> oh, awesome. Up. Um, so we have like, people from MSNBC have been saying yes to it, which is amazing. <laughs> and then comedians, a lot of like writers for the political shows, and we chug two beers at the top of the show, <laughs> and then we talk about politics. Oh, that's awesome. So that's yeah. Awesome. That seems right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, so drinking beer on microphone is my thing. Mm. Well, that's pretty good. Oh, that's awesome. I I guess the unfiltered part is uh, bothering me maybe a little bit in the taste. I'm getting a little bit of the unfiltered. It's 4.8% alcohol. Kolsch, a uh, beer that comes from Cologne, Germany, meant to be... I love a good Kolsch glass, like the tall, thin... Uh, yeah, and like you a, just smash down like five ounces at a time. Like a thin highball glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like... Uh, 
a swizzle glass where they would put like the crushed iced kind of cocktails in. Yeah, I went to Cologne a Collins once. glass. They're called Collins glass. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. Um, I went to Cologne once. Yeah, it's a, have you been to? No, Cologne? I've so been you... to Munich, but not that's it. I went to Oktoberfest. To, oh, cool. To, to get my beer snobby yeah, out there, I which is by the way the worst beer. It's watered down. I yeah, it's watered yeah, down yeah. lager on purpose, right. but. It's a celebration of beer. It would be fun to go to it, but I don't like Oktoberfest styles of oh, beer. Oh, that's the thing. They're not like the Marzen Oktoberfest. Oh, style. they're not. Okay. No, the well, I don't are... like the Marzens. But oh, so, I'm so... a fan of the Marzens, but uh-huh. not the super sweet ones anymore. I used that was like my foray. At, well, we'll get into this, but that was my yeah. foray at my like foray uh, a good beer. Yeah, foray. It was like oh. Oh, I like an Oktoberfest. But the beers they serve at Oktoberfest are like very light lagers or pills, pretty much a Pilsner more or less. Because but they they're slightly they're watered 20. down because you're supposed to drink them by the Stein. Right. And I was drinking 10, 30, 10 40 ounce pitchers of beer a day. Like that's, you would die <laughs> if that was like 8% alcohol. If it wasn't like <laughs> yeah. Michelob Ultra or right, whatever exactly, it was. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so in Cologne, like technically Kolsch should come from Cologne right. and they have these brewers, uh, breweries and brew pubs and uh, they serve you one and they're in these like these Collins glasses like you described that are maybe six ounces and they will, once you finish one, they will keep giving you one unless you put your coaster on top because <laughs> the reason it's, it's served like that is because it's meant to be drank really quickly because right. the carbonation starts to, to fizzle out and you're supposed to drink it cold and right fresh. and it's supposed to be right from a tap not from a bottle or anything like yeah. that and you just smash it down and it's cold it, Kolsch is like when I found out about Kolsch I was like this is what I've been looking for and that's sort of my new the area I'm in in beer now but let's go back and let's talk okay alright so I started drinking when I was like 12 like re- every weekend like starting at like 13 7th grade whatever that was and Beer was just like whatever you could get, whether it was uh, yeah. 40s or fucking six pack of lasers or whatever, malt liquor. <laughs> I started drinking, yeah, probably around the same time because I was, I'm a little bit older than you and I was probably 16, 17, yeah. like junior in high school is when I started drinking a little bit, like a couple of beers at a party. Yeah. Still maybe had to drive home. So drink, <laughs> drink two Bud Lights and then a bunch of water and, <laughs> and drive home kind of thing. Um, yeah. Luckily for me, I started drinking before I started driving. So I was really able to hone in. <laughs> Yeah, and get my binge drinking under control. <laughs> but yeah, I remember. I remember like King Cobra would be a thing. Like you'd yeah, get a King Cobra for ninety nine cents when I was in and they were like twenty four ounces, and they were like six point oh percent alcohol. Yeah. You'd be like perfect, and that's all you needed. Drink room temperature. We it, used to pay the pizza guy at Super Pizza an extra twenty dollars to buy us four. 40s for like two bucks a piece. So he was uh, nice. making like an insane amount of money. <laughs> nice. I had, I was the one in my group that had a fake ID. I had gone to Harvard Summer School, which was a pre college program at Harvard <laughs> um, for like rising seniors. And I, there was this kid who got an international student ID. It's called an ISIC, and um, who, who actually was from another country. And we found out that you don't have to like show your passport or anything. You just say what your birthday is. Oh yeah. So then this other dude, just this random white dude um, in my dorm went and said he was from Australia <laughs> and he like did his Australian accent for me. It was so terrible. I was like, Oh, I'm going to go do this. So I went and said I was from England. <laughs> did, did you do a British accent? I did a British accent. <laughs> yes. So then I, well, I continued to do a British accent like my whole senior year of high school, freshman year of college at like every Harris teeter, every like, Oh, you because know, you were constantly showing an international yeah, student ID. I was showing my ID. I was, buying like two 24 packs of Coors Light for all of my friends, you know, saying like, like oh, all right, cheerio. yeah, okay, uh, is credit card okay? You know? <laughs> and it, it actually helped because in, you know, South Carolina, where I'm from, people have never heard a British accent. Like right. the, the guy working at the Sitco was like, oh man, where are you from? What is this ID? All right, well, it checks out the way you're talking. I remember getting into a bar with a Hofstra ID that just said I was a student at Hofstra and that I was 21 and Hofstra had two F's in it. Like, <laughs> and I was getting into bars across the street from Hofstra with that idea by the time I was like 15 or 16. It's spelled wrong. Yeah. That's hilarious. And, uh, I think I have a weird beer angle because when I was like 16 or 17, me and my best friend Sanford started going to uh, a bar with our friend, our friend Mike's older brother, Nick, who was like 26 and we were mm. 17, but we were friends and he was just like, we were around, his brother was busy. He's like, do you guys want to go get beer? And we were like, anything to go to a bar. And we would never get ID'd because he was such good friends with the bartender. Perfect. So we started hanging out at this bar, but this bar was called Effin Groovin and it's on Long Island, on Sunrise, it still exists. And it's a beer snob bar. They have a sign that says they serve Bud Light down the street. They want, <laughs> uh, Coors Light is the only thing they have. And this, that was, this was true in the late 90s? This was 96, wow. 97. No, wow. uh, maybe a little later. Maybe it was like 99, 2000. But- through now they have uh they wear shirts that uh have the uh bud light and with a ghostbusters logo through it and shit like that (laughs) and 
the guy who took us there was rich and he would buy us all our drinks. We were fucking so. What was your like first we were nice drinking beer? Chemise, dude. All okay, so the it was like Belgian stuff. Yeah, it was all Belgian stuff and. We were just picking beers that were the most expensive or the highest, but I was drinking all, and I learned all about uh, raspberry lambic and this and that, and all of a sudden I'm, tr- and this is before I've gone to college. Right. <laughs> like, That's so amazing. I go to college and then you're just drinking thirty racks of Bush for six five ninety nine. Right. But for and I was like, I have like actual beer taste now, like this, like but. It worked in my favor in that those light beers do not affect me to date. Like I can have like twenty rolling rocks at the beach and be fine. And your tolerance is high. Yeah, my tolerance is high, and I'm three hundred pounds. <laughs> so it's interesting because like I feel like in the '90s and the early 2000s, like nice beer was all international beer, right? Right. Like it's so funny to me to look back on the categories of domestic versus import. Right. And a lot of crappy bars in New York still have like domestics or four bucks, four dollars, <laughs> imports or six dollars. Like yeah. what the fuck does that mean? That means you that know, a Bud Light is four and a Corona is six. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and or like a Sam Adams is six at these bars. It's yeah. like how the fuck is That's that not an import? <laughs> um, but now, first of all, there's been such a consolidation in, in beer where Corona is owned by the same company that owns Negro Modelo that owns you know right. 16 other beers. Um, and even like some of our favorite micro brews quote unquote craft breweries yeah. quote unquote are owned by big conglomerates yeah, as well. That's a that's a huge thing. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's it's funny like now the best I think the best beer in the world is made in the United States. I agree. Specifically in the Northeast. Used to be California. Yeah. If you'd asked me four years ago, I'd said California. If you asked me four years ago, I would have said Pacific Northwest. I still might. Mm. I think like the uh, Oregon breweries, and I guess NorCal to a degree, but the Oregon breweries, like Deschutes, I think is making some of the fucking best beer. I've never Montana been to, beers I've never been to Portland, so I haven't had like the super local stuff. Oh, uh, okay. I think they they're doing it right. Yeah. yeah. But the Northeast is strong as hell too. Yeah, the new Northeast style IPA. Um, popularized by Hetty, Hetty Topper, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So Hetty Topper may be the first in that, but now maybe surpassed by other half brewery uh, in Kiwanis, Interboro Brewery in Brooklyn, um, some of the stuff that Single Cut's doing in Brooklyn. Right. I mean, Graham. Brooklyn has been killing it for a while, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, the Brooklyn Brewery? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but they're, they're like, like yeah. I mean, they're, I, they're so, like, a, what's the difference? What's the step in between microbrewery and mass? They're like a macro brewery. At this yeah, they're of. they're a really big company. And, yeah. and I think they sold like 45% or something to a Swedish company. Actually, I was in Sweden a few years ago and Brooklyn Brewery was everywhere. Oh, that's really and interesting. Before they, and then I think that's why they sold to a Swedish company. They just like got really popular over oh, in parts of Scandinavia. That's cool. Yeah, it was like, oh, this bar only has Brooklyn Brown, Brooklyn East India Pale Ale, and Brooklyn Lager. Okay, I guess I'm going to have one of these beers. Um, but yeah, I mean, so Brooklyn breweries, I put in like the Sierra Nevada category or maybe the yes. Stone category of like brewers that I have huge respect for because they were the first they right. were like they the, were my step like i think you could also argue that sam adams was my first step into once i started drinking regular sam adams i was like oh this beer tastes more like interesting than bud light yeah and then you're like what's oktoberfest and then now sam has like 1000 varietals that right. they're trying to capitalize on every like do you like blood orange do you like the taste of wood we have it <laughs> like, <laughs> but those i dogfish that i would put in that category too those yes. like forebearers of the of the craft movement as we know it now. Right. Got to respect them. You know, love those beers. Those beers were all my gateway beers into the beers yeah. I drink now. And they, I, I would still be happy to see the Flying Dog Pale Ale at a party or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, look, if I'm at a wedding and that and any of these brewers are an option, I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's better yeah. than I expected. Right. I, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale specifically has plummeted from like what I thought was the best beer you can get in college to now I'm like, I'm bummed that that's the craft brew that they choose at UCBLA. Yeah. And oh, the well. free cooler for performers, it's always Bud Light and Sierra Nevada. We have Lagunitas now at UCB oh, Chelsea. Yeah, which, which is, is great, awesome. which is a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. But Lagunitas, 49% owned by Heineken now. Ugh, ugh, Heineken. That was the beer my dad drank growing up, so I always thought it, like, and he rarely drank beer. He mostly yeah. drank wine, and uh, and it would always be like, oh, I could go for an ice cold Heineken. And in my head, I just equated Heineken with, like, this is a good beer. Yeah, everyone and I, did. And I had it, and I was like, I don't like it. It is but I'm afraid to say I don't like Heineken it. Heineken and Amstel are fucking awful. I'll they take Bud Light beers. over them. Yes, I would rather have PBR. I would yeah. rather have Narragansett. I would rather have Bud Light or Miller Light. Right, for um, sure. I'm with you. That's it's, awesome. It's just yeah. like, it's, 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 it's got the qualities of those shitty light lagers, right? But it it also like kind of smells like piss and like it tastes, tastes skunked. I went yeah, to the Heineken Brewery skunky. in Amsterdam when I went from I went to 
Munich for my bachelor party, Amsterdam for my brother's bachelor party. Got it. Um, and there's like a ride there, right? Yeah. It's like an, <laughs> yeah, you get in like a fucking like uh, Back to the Future type where you're like, you're a Heineken bubble. And you're like, <laughs> it's like inner space. It's insane. Um, it was crazy going to a bachelor party in Amsterdam and being like, I've never been there before and might not ever get to go again. So yeah. I was like, I want to go to the Van Gogh Museum. I mean, I'm not going to take my brother's meathead friends to go to the Anne Frank House, but I talked them into the Van Gogh Anne Museum. Anne Frank House bachelor party. <laughs> Yeah, we. I ate a space cake uh, and then was just wandering around. And literally, two of the five guys I was with were like, eh, "We'll just be sitting on this bench outside the museum. We'll see you guys when you get out." <laughs> it's like rather than go through the museum, we'll you go to the Van Gogh Museum next time <laughs> right? we're here. Yeah. They just didn't even care, and I'm like stoned as fuck, going, "You know they have potato eaters here, man. That's like one of my favorites. You got to come <laughs> see it." And everyone's like, "What?" Yeah, uh, but, but the, uh, to go back, beer, I hate those spirits, and like, like th- there's still a disconnect. I hate Corona. I've always hated Corona. Even like beachside, when people are like, "I love a Corona," I'll stick up for Corona, uh, especially especially on the beach and especially with a lime. Yeah, I'm not gonna. That's not a beer that's like gonna satisfy me if I'm looking to really drink beer yeah. or after a meal or something. But hey, four o'clock in the afternoon, it's hot. Corona's the beer in that category that I'll deal uh, with. See, I like at that point, I'll like myself. Uh, well, back in the day, would be I would take a Keystone Light can, you know, uh-huh. need something a PBR can, something cold. Well, so the reason that Heineken tastes skunky, or part of the reason, is because it's in a fucking green, green bottle, bottle, and everyone knows that yeah. green glass is worse for a beer because it lets sun in. Right, but no, well, everyone who knows what they're talking about knows that. Right, but right. it's it's just funny that like most people associate the green bottle with premium, right? Because we've been marketed to think that Heineken, Heineken is premium, and Stella, and Heineken is just it's just the Bud Light of. The Netherlands, right? right? Exactly. It's, it's yeah. everywhere. It's the it's their beer. Yes. There's nothing nice about it. It's the same formula as like Budweiser. Or- the one thing I did find in Amsterdam is that most bars served Heineken, and they served Heineken or cold. Er, Heineken. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm well, like, wait a minute, who would drink this anything but freezing? Well, I remember this the is- first time that I went to the U- to the UK and, and, and cask get like Guinness. Oh, the cask beer was just warm, but there's yeah. Guinness and there's like Guinness super cold. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I had the same thing. Like, why? Well, I thought beer was supposed to be cold. I yeah. mean, I I bought frosty mugs, you know, right. at Guinness- Spencer's Gifts <laughs> for my for my freezer. Right. Stout and you'll like Guinness makes sense to have like not ice cold, but like Heineken. Could you imagine drinking Heineken like anything but frozen? No, because yeah. it's fucking terrible. Right, and that's right. why you have to drink Coors Light cold. That's why you have to drink all of those bad beers cold because they, they don't have, taste good. Right. And, it, and the, the colder they yeah. are, the less you can taste them because it's like slamming ice cream. You're just like, oh, thank God it's yeah. refreshing. And when yeah. I started drinking IPAs and double IPAs and really hoppy beers, I started to realize that like halfway through the beer is when it got great. Oh, okay. Now, part cool. of that, I think a little bit is it because you're a little drunk. Right. Because you're right. drinking an 8% beer and you've <laughs> had six ounces of it. But the, the other part of it is that it's warmed up a little bit. Yes. And really good brewers like Carton Brewery, which is in New Jersey. Dude, you're about to say this is the beer I've been chasing my whole life is the Carton Boat beer. <laughs> oh, really? You, you mean you haven't found it? No, I've had it, oh, but okay. I've only had it here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I live in Los Angeles now. I'm fucking dying for Carton Boat yeah. beer. People love boat. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's it's probably they're probably only distributed in this area for yeah, now. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, the, uh, a Carton beer they they tell you the date that it was born on, and they tell you the temperature you should drink it at. Like on the bottom of every beer, it says drink at 50 degrees. Now, what I don't know what I'm going to do with that because I don't have like a thermometer in my house. Not right? yet. <laughs> I maybe I should buy one. Um, but it's like good to know. I right, know. right. Yeah. I respect that. Well, they it's do interesting because if you see that the number is supposed to be room, t- it's supposed to be, if it seems warmer, you're like, well, I can maybe take yeah. this out of the fridge a minute, let it sit in a Put my hands room. around it for a little yeah. while. And- you want to crack open another one? What do you want to try yeah. next to go from um, Coles what, to? Whatever's next. You want to I do mean, this stout? That was let's a- save this for last because okay. this is going to be insane. Um, Ale with natural flavor and an oak aged coffee amber. That sounds disgusting, but I'll try it. <laughs> Here's the hollow Pilsner from uh, Kent Falls Brewing. Let's try this. Um, to wrap up with this Frightgeist uh, Kolsch that we had, yeah, I'm going to give it probably 3.75 stars in my untapped app. Oh, yeah. you. I have to get on this. I just don't have like the ability to track things, but you seem to well, love it. You do have the, the ability. Untapped. You have an app. Right, right, right. If you, if I don't you have so the, uh, the drive to keep it up. Right. No, it is sort of like an OCD, like obsessive kind of thing. Right, because I also get like that RPG mentality, like video game mentality where I'm like, I've got to fulfill, I've got to try a different beer, even though I'm like, yeah. I like this beer on tap. I'm oh, no, yeah, it's one. it's like a Pokemon-like kind of kind of thing. Right, you got to right, get all like, of them. Yeah, you're yeah. dragging your wife and son to like a random bar in like Gowanus because they have the thing, the one thing you have yeah, had. Yeah, I've chilled out. Um, I was yeah. crazy like a couple of years ago. I think a couple of years ago is maybe where you show running a friend's show and you the were in LA yeah, yeah and you yeah. were in LA yeah. I think we went out that's when I had known you were getting into beers because we had talked about it but yeah. we had, we were at Rustic and we 
drank regular beers and talked for like an hour and a half about other beers. And I was grumbling you, at the choices. Yeah, Russell, and you were probably. pretty much hot on that untapped. Yeah, and that, that was, was around the time where I did Don't Get Me Started, and I I talked about beer on that podcast Right, as well. right, right. R.I.P., R.I.P. Oh, my, one of my favorite podcasts. Me Shout too. out. Yeah. Me too. I t- I'm straight up going to miss that podcast. I am too. I, I, Will and Anthony are close friends, and I love hearing them across the country every week. Will so. and Anthony, I always said, are what I think cool older brothers are. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like, oh, my older brother's so cool. They are not traditionally cool, but to my interest, they are my cool older brothers. Totally. They're my cool older brothers that I could kick the shit out of. <laughs> um, so anyway, the uh, Untapped is an iPhone app, yeah. smartphone app, um, that you, it's like four square for beer. You like check into a beer. Mm-hmm. And I will check into all these beers that we drink today. And I've, I think I've had like, 2,500 <laughs> unique beers, and I started using the app in 2013. So over the last four years, I've had 2,500 unique beers. Um, but I'm not an alcoholic, uh, and I that's it, 600 beers. <laughs> that's two a day. That's two a day. Bad, that's no. not bad. That's completely but reasonable. A lot of it is, you know, I, I I'll go to a bar. I go to a lot of good beer bars. I order flights. You yeah, know, and get, you get that you get, four. You get yeah. four four ounce beers. Yeah. Or what? I mean, when I was really obsessed with it, like you know, my cousin is also into it. My cousin Colin, and you know, we'll go to a bar and be like, okay, you order this beer and I order that beer, and I'll give you half of mine, yeah, you half we'll of yours, you, we'll you know, take, yeah. and we'll both ask the bartender for a sample of these two beers. Yeah, and like, that'll get us four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just amassing. Yeah, there was a while where I was like at a bar being like, um, can I try this? Can I try this? Like that, the, the jerk at like. Cold Stone Creamery trying like four ice creams before he has his ice cream. Um, but now I've chilled. I chilled out because it just got to be like. There's too much. It's like, like too much a, TV. A few years ago, it was like, oh, okay, I could maybe catch all of these beers. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, no, it's never ending. Like the the great breweries in New York, like they don't even repeat their beers that much. It's like. Right. They constantly I'm like, wait, where's thing. the pen and a- or like to use smaller breweries, but like, where's this? And you're like, it's gone. You don't make this anymore. And I'm. My problem with that, and I think Untapped would fuck, uh, Tapped would fuck me up a little bit, is that when I find a beer I like, I drink only that for like you right. know, months at a time. And that's that's not possible with these breweries I'm talking about, like other half of New York, because they, right. they do like a can release every week, and it's different cans. I mean, they have a couple of their classics, right? Um, but even though they're not as good because they're like come from a couple of years ago, and they're getting better every week. <sighs> so you you know you can get them on tap at, at, at good bars. So this is a five percent pilsner. This is a good pilsner. Pilsner's not my favorite flavor in general. I don't. Yeah. I don't like any lagers. Okay. I'm like anti lager. Um, I'm a. I'm into the pilsners. I'm yeah. Into, if I'm gonna drink a lager, it should be a pilsner. Yes. Uh, like Scrimshaw being like my intro base level. Is that heavy seas? Um, I don't. It, it might be. Is that a California brewery like a San Diego base? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I think, forget. I think that might be New England. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, so Scrimshaw was like the first like crisp Pilsner yeah. I had, where I was like, "Ooh, I like this. What What is it I like about this beer?" Because I would just try like cool random beers. Then I found out Pilsners. Now I'm a big session IPA guy, which I don't think you like. I love session IPAs. Oh, okay, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Wait, what don't you like that I really like? I forget. I think it's uh... all right. I'm super opinionated, and I don't like a lot of things. I right. don't like any lagers, including Pilsners. Like, there's some Pilsners. Okay, fine. Yeah. The, the okay, Pils- so that's what it is. Because I love Pilsners. The Pilsners and the Kolsch. The Pilsner and the Kolsch we've had so far, pretty good. Yeah. They're you know those are fine. like the kind of beers. Three and a half stars. Currently into. That's kind of like where I, I, I live. Is like light sessionable beers and that's why when I learned what a session IPA was I was like this is exactly what I session do. IPA for me is perfect for the right situation yeah you know if I want to get a little bit drunk or if I really want to and you know and if I'm in a situation where I don't want to get drunk like it's four o'clock in the afternoon and I'm on a beach yeah um or I'm you know hanging out any sort of day drinking right want a session IPA yeah. it's awesome that same here like and living in California I think and being into beer you kind of lose there's no uh, porter or stout season in you know what right. I mean like I feel like when I lived in New York I was drinking porters for like three it's months out of and you want to like you know and it's yeah. like doesn't feel weird to drink like a, a caramely porter but right. in LA when it's hot it's like session IPA is like about as heavy as I want to get because it's like yeah and I'll have like six of the uh, uh, fell down to earth so whatever the a 20%. founders all day IPA 15 pack is like the best deal in town yeah and canned beer because it's like perfect for poolside and packing a cooler and cans it gets colder. are the future like right now like if you want to know what beer is good and this is, sounds so counterintuitive but if you if you're in New York City and you're trying to find a good beer at a good bottle shop beer shop or a bodega Check some, the cans. And some, some bodegas are really good 16 ounce cans 
Yes. And I know you're thinking like, oh, that's like Miller Lite or Coors Light. Yes, but the new tall boys yeah. are the is the I love the pizza port. Do you guys have that out? Pizza, pizza port is amazing. Yes. No, we don't have it in New York. Oh, okay. But that I, is I, I, such I, a good the, the SIPA, the uh they have like a session IPA mm-hmm. in the tall boy, and it's fucking great. And they're regular IPA, and I'm not an IPA guy. That's where I I was into it for a long time, and I but now I refuse. I hate Belgians. I hate vice and white beers. I don't like. Those I hate any- all those things. Yeah, I do not like those anymore. I can still tolerate IPAs if, uh, but I I can't have one or two beers. Like I need to have four or more. You mm. know what I mean? So like right. having four IPAs is just like I'm I'm full. I have a headache. See, I can have one. Like if I if if my wife and I are at home and the kids asleep and we're gonna watch you know an hour or two of Netflix. Yeah, you know I can crack open one sixteen ounce. Double IPA, right? And actually, which honestly a, is four beers, right. <laughs> almost. You know, if, if it's an eight yeah. percent, sixteen ounce, I mean, it's like you know, yeah. two, two, two and a half, right? It's you not know, regular beer. beers, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, I like the higher alcohol beers. Yeah, sure. um, the Belgians are, are have gone completely, but f- like I've co- never liked Belgian beer yeah. ever. I liked it. They're first. yeasty. They taste yeah. like bananas. It's like this really like yeasty banana thing. It took yes. me a while to figure out. Like when I was like, Hoe Garden tastes like bananas. Yeah, I agree. When yes. I was in my early twenties and kind of trying to get into beer and like drinking imports, like like every third beer I tried, I hated. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, and it took me like ten years to figure it out. And finally, I was like, it's Belgian yeast. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's there's gr- something yeah, about they, the it's yeast like in Belgium yeah. that I don't care for. Do you like uh, porters and stouts? Yes, I like I dark love, beers. Yeah. yeah, I love dark beers. And what about a black IPA? You ever had a black yes, IPA? Yes, and I really like. Yeah. Uh, Uinta has a great Baba Black Sheep. Oh, that's have you had familiar. the Uinta Brewery? Oh, oh, yeah, it's, uh, I thought it was like Unita. So I know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be Unita. I thought it was Uinta. Yeah, whatever, I don't know, I don't whatever. Know how to but it looks. It. Yeah, I've had yeah, that one. Yeah. And that their black lager is great. Yeah, I like black lagers. I like black IPAs. I like porters that are on the uh, drinkable side, away from caramel and like chalk. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Some stouts and some porters get like the mouse, the Marzen mouthfeel of like a Oktoberfest. Like I don't uh-huh. love the sweet Oktoberfest, like a creamy mouthfeel. You know, like where it tastes syrupy. I think is like the best uh-huh. way. Where it's like, is there extra flavor? Like I feel like you squeeze like a flavor the shot. sugar flavor in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now what are we opening? So over I've there? just opened up Stillwater Artisanal American Farmhouse Ale. Wheat ale brewed with white sage. I think we're gonna not like. This. I think I'm gonna hate this beer because yeah. Stillwater in general does a lot of like yeasty Belgian-y kind of stuff. They're uh, they have the 420, right? Oh no, that's Sweetwater. Sweetwater, yeah, Sweetwater from Georgia is totally different. Yeah, but these guys, are, I think they're from New York State. I know they're from Stratford, Connecticut. Um, but here's some words I don't like in the name of this beer: farmhouse, gross, thumbs that's down, saison, yeah. all that world. I do wheat. Not like- Thumbs Not down. Thumbs down. And then white sage. Don't know what it is. Don't think I'm going to like it. I don't want sage in like my soup, no less. Uh, <laughs> I like the name and the logo, Cellar Door. That's like kind of cool. You know what? I kind of, it smells like kind of salty, which I'm starting to have a little bit more tolerance for a sour type beer. I don't hate sours. Okay. I generally don't like them, but I'm starting to like, I've had a few good sours. And, and honestly, I've had a few good Belgians too. Like, yeah, I, of course. I'm starting to like... Yeah. Be a little less rigid. Yeah, I mean, I've had a, a, a few Coronas that really hit the spot too, but it's not. This is drinkable. Um, oh, I'd like this more than I thought I would, but I I would be. This would be one that I would finish my pint or my bottle and then not ever order it again. But I would yeah. be able capable of finishing. See, I don't like the aftertaste of these like kind of Belgiany beers too. And it, I have no qualms about alcohol. Like I drink straight tequila and all that stuff. This but is six point six percent, so it's a little you, more than the other two we've had. You taste it a little bit on the aftertaste, though, and that's yeah. what bothers me is that like weird beer aftertaste. I don't mind the I don't mind the taste of beer. I love the taste of beer, right. but I hate when it tastes like alcohol after the fact. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's got a little weird bite to it. Yeah. Um, so you don't like uh, Marzani like Oktoberfest type? No, beers. those are mal- I don't like malty beers. Oh, okay. Like yeah. I like super hot. So you never liked Sam Adams, or I mean, you made I don't like like regular old Sam Adams or Yingling. No. Yingling's kind of malty. Yingling, Yingling's a lager, first of all. Oh, okay. Although Sam Adams Boston Lager is also a lager. Yeah. Uh, but Sam Adams beers are kind of malty. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like. I guess I like a balanced beer that has a little bit of malt in it. I mean, every yeah. every beer has some malt, but uh, for me, I like the super hoppy. Like, what's in style right now in New York that I keep talking about? The adjectives I would use to describe: juicy, 
mm-hmm. hazy. Like they honestly, they look like orange juice. Right, like right, if you right. Go, if you go to a good bar like Haymaker, I want to give a shout out to my friend David who owns Haymaker. Where's t- Haymaker? Next door to the Magnet Theater on 29th Street. Okay, I'm Caddy gonna... Corner to the Dunkin' Donuts I used to live above. Oh, shit. Yeah, but there's, I mean, it's literally the best craft beer bar in the city. And um, do you know, do you remember Katie Shore? Yeah. Yeah. Her yeah. brother in law opened it. He owns it. Um, and it is David. Katie Shore shoots all the improv everywhere photos, right? She no, that's, the- no, that's Katie. Sokoler. Ah, uh, Katie ah, Shore yes. was a, a performer at a UCB oh, theater. Oh, married to Lance Rubin. Lance Rubin's yeah, okay. wife. Yeah, they just had a baby. God, I love playing Jewish geography. <laughs> <laughs> they just had a baby two days ago. Oh, congratulations. Um, yes, so, I remember her. Name. Anyway, her yeah. brother-in-law opened this beer bar, and it is just the best. But if you go to a bar like that, and there's a few other great ones in the city, um, it looks like everybody's drinking orange juice. Right, like, it's that like, neon-colored IPA. Yeah, almost. totally opaque. You can't see through it at all. Right. Like Just really cloudy and hazy. Yeah. And and it has a you know generally a citrus taste. The beers that I like, and you'll probably agree with this. Maybe I like beers that smell like weed. Yes, like the dank, yeah. uh, hoppy type beer. Dank yeah. is like a great adjective for yeah, me. Yeah, And a lot of West Coast beers, like Pizza Port, yeah. are they hit are that super hard. Dank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I guess like the more New York style now is a little less in the dank and more on the juice and the like right kind yeah. of citrusy. citrusy. And it's summertime, so that makes sense. Yeah, too. But this year t- round. Yeah, uh, um, but Pizza. I was you brought up Pizza Port. Uh, I was in a city near San Diego, maybe near Santa Barbara. Even. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know where Pizza Port's based, but they had like a restaurant, this giant pizza restaurant, and they had 30 taps, and 20 of them were IPAs or double IPAs. I think they're based out of Carlsbad, California. I don't know exactly. It might have been yeah. kind of close to there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know they have a couple of like brew pub locations. Right, I'm sure. But like, it was like, they, had, they did flights, and uh, you know, usually you go to any bar, there's going to be a couple of double IPAs. They had 10 double IPAs, and there were 10 double IPAs that they make. That's uh, wild. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's I insane. Because there's- Maybe then, my favorite brewer And then you ever. really, then you really- Realize, blah, blah, blah. you realize in that moment, like the slight variations you can really do, like where you're yeah. like, I really like IPAs, is such a general statement. What it is, it is now, especially. Yeah. I thought that for a while the IPAs was like a race to the hoppiest, and I, that started to bother me. You know, it what I mean? certainly has been. And now, so what's in style in New York now is DDH, which is double dry hopped beers. Okay. Um, so dry hopping is when you like add in more hops in like the very last phase yes. of brewing. I don't know a lot about brewing. I know a little bit about it because I did a segment for Guy Code at the Blue Point Brewery. Oh, cool! And we had wet hopped beer, which was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. wet hopped is usually like in the fall. Yeah, or like yeah. kind of a harvest kind of beer. Yeah, they ship like hot. They ship wet. They ship the hops wet. Yeah, from and directly into the beer. They're it's super the fresh. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, but I like. Uh, I don't love like harvest fresh hop, no, uh, wet no. hop beers as much as I like um, dry hop beers. So I guess. D- double but, dry hop. But the dry hopping is just like adding in. You know, you'll see, you'll see a, a beer listing that's like this beer has been dry hopped with Simcoe, or yeah. you know, there's like all these different hop varietals. Mm-hmm. But double dry hopped. I guess they just add in a ridiculous amount, or they or they do it and they do it again. Right. Do, but yeah. so now like. All the New York breweries that are super cutting edge, they're re-releasing like all their beers that are now double dry hopped. Like you've had hop showers before, but now it's double dry hopped hop uh, showers. Okay, okay, yeah. Double dry hopped, all green, everything. Um, Wait, all green, everything. I've had that. Who's that's it? other half. Oh, that's other half. Other yeah. half is really the one. What that's, is, what's I, their big? What's what's their flagship beer? What would I know them for? Uh, all green, everything. Because um, I think I've had it. Hop showers is one. Of, is theirs too? Uh-huh. Um, uh, I forget the name of their session, but other half IPA too. Yeah, that's oh, probably okay. their flagship. That's You're most likely to find yeah. other half IPA. The other thing that's trendy now is in sort of a similar, um, similar style is Lulupin powder. I think I'm saying that right, but it's okay. like it's like powdered hops basically. It's super super dank. Oh. If a beer has Lupulin, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. That's okay. No um, one expects me like <laughs> listen to my accent. I don't pronounce anything correct. It's fine. But it's uh, it makes it like super flavorful, very aromatic, and oh, super dank. So yeah, look for if you see that term on a on a bottle or a can. Do you get so furious when you order a beer that you've never had before and they give it to you in one of those like wavy cups with like a stem? I'm like, no, I just want a pint <laughs> glass always. Unless there's a specific beer. Wait, what do you mean by a wavy cup with a stem? Do you know the one that they're like the little like fancy beer glasses? You know, they have like the little stem and they're like curved and it makes sense for some beers. No, right? I'm totally the opposite. I'm pissed off if it's in a pint glass. I want it to be in that kind of glass. Okay, it. now I, I have I have tulips in my apartment. That's that's what they're called. And, and yeah, yes, that's I, what I'm I thinking. I preferred it. If it's an IPA, especially a double IPA, you got to drink it out of a tulip. And why is that? What does it do? Oh, man. I mean, I'm not enough of a snob to really think that it makes but that, it's, that big of a difference. Right. But it, it just opens the beer up. Right. 
you know, I mean, just like I'm like, always let down. Do you know I stemless have. wine glasses? Yeah, that that is a ideal vessel for a double IPA as well. Oh, and, and okay. basically, that's what a, the tulip is, right? right more right, or less, right, right. but yeah. with a stem. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a pint glass is fine. I like, I, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, I like a, a pint glass. It like I like yeah. to hold a pint of beer in my hand, especially now that I'm like more into session beers. But I, I've been dying to get what kind of beer would you say Carton Boat Beer is? That's just like a oh, you know, it's really funny. Um, I've met Augie Carton. I was actually a, he has a beer podcast. And I was actually a guest on his podcast to talk about uh, two beers in. Oh, so Carton's name for a dude? Yeah, Augie Carton. Um, very charismatic, funny guy, and um, he like he insisted that Untapped list the style of boat as other like they like tried to categorize it a couple times and he keeps fighting them saying like no it's other meaning like meaning it's uncategorizable right because it, it kind of is it's sort of like boat beer makes the is the best way to explain it it's beer you drink while you're on a boat yeah it's like uh it's not super hoppy it's very drinkable it's good served cold or what's this one bear bear that's, that's Finnish a, style sati. That's a style I don't know. That Rye beer of. brewed with juniper berries. Uh, There's a good chance I'm going to hate this. Yeah, but I'm going to try. Rye, it. I like like a rye IPA. Like ooh, Oops, that exploded. I'm making a mess. Um, wonder why I did that. It's been sitting here for yeah. a while. Oh, thank you. Perfect. I wonder if there's something about that beer that would make it. Yeah, maybe uh, I'm explode you know, like, like that. Maybe it's a twist off, and I <laughs> did that. I doubt it's a twist. Um, off. Yeah, but uh, like a rye IPAs, I like. There's a beer called Wookie Jack from Fireson Walker. That's okay, a, I think like I've a, had that. It's, that it's, it's, it's a black IBA, but it's it's rye as well. Oh, okay. I'm very curious. I've had a, I think I've had a couple of rye beers in my day. My hand is going to be insanely sticky for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> I could, this smells so strong. This is like so embarrassing how strong that smells. Juniper though, so it's gonna it's gonna have a gin taste. Yeah, that's the same berry from Jan. Are you into bourbon barrel aged beers or just barrel aged beers? No. Oh, really? And I love bourbon. I love bourbon too, and I love bourbon barrel aged beers. I think they they're not what I want in beer, to be but honest. Do you feel like you're like I can't like I want to be able to have more than one. Like you're getting blue balls because you want to just have bourbon when you have it. Or? It's it's more like it's a touch. It's not sweetness that is that kills me on that. Like they taste. They have like a weird sweet. Are you trying not to flavor my experience? Like because you just stone face poker face took a sip of that. That was. <laughs> What? I've never seen you less expressive in your entire life. Uh, hold on. I actually was making an expression, uh, uh, but I but now I'll hmm. reserve it until you have it. To be fair, I am autistic. And- <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do not like this. I kind of liked it. Was my expression of, of like surprise? It has that banana smell to it a little bit. I'm, I'm maybe- not smelling a ton. I mean, I have a little bit of cold, but yeah. Oh God, yeah. No, I don't like that. I don't. Like I kind of like it. I mean, it's kind of nothing. Um, <laughs> it doesn't have a lot going on, but the mouth feels like a little creamy. It's funny. It's not a super carbonated beer. I don't know why. It, like, yeah, it explodes. Maybe it was that's like why a, it's not ex- it's like a volcano anymore. when you open it, like a <laughs> Mentos and Diet Coke situation. But <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of this. I'm not a fan. I think I like it because it has seven percent alcohol. So, right. You know, I'm tasting a little bit of what I don't like about bourbon and barrel aged beers and something similar like it's like the weird mouth taste after the fact that like it feels like I'm puckered a little bit or something I, mean, I have ju- no I have no vocab to be talking select about ingredients juniper berries wine barrel staves what the fuck's a stave a piece the uh, the wood slats that make a barrel okay so they threw some wood into this beer <laughs> I guess you like soaked, like oh, soaked. you know what? The hop is nugget, and actually, that's a, that's one of my hops. I like nugget hops. You don't see it a lot. There's a beer called Nugget Nectar. Okay, uh, I've I think had it's that. brewed. Yeah. My 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 favorite beer from a couple of years ago was Green Flash Imperial, yeah. um, and Green Flash is sort of one of those like forebearer breweries. It's not as cutting edge anymore, but um, it right. it was brewed with uh, nugget and summit hops. And summit hops is a very controversial hop that you never see, but I love because it tastes like onion and garlic. <laughs> Oh, interesting. It like, smells like, and I don't even really. Do you know any other beers that would have it? I know, I'm requesting a lot. Um, the top there's of a beer called Deviant Dales that had it for a while okay. by Oscar Blues. And they oh, also- I, do you know what? Oscar Blues' Session IPA is one of my favorite beers. The Pinner? Oh, yeah. Pinner, yeah, sure. Yeah. Pinner, and it's, it's like a solid a, session. And I love a good weed reference in a beer. Oh, is, that, that, is Pinner a weed reference? A Pinner is like a super thin joint or blunt. And on the uh, oh, perfect on the can it says and and a pinner you would roll a pinner to like get high quick at the beach because it'll burn fast and get rid of it yeah um and on the on the uh, oh my god yeah now I can talk <laughs> on the can of pinner it says uh-huh. uh, sip sip pass 
like puff puff pass and yeah. it says can i be blunt with a question mark so i think they're they're really leaning into it and they are a co- uh they are a colorado based brewery right oscar yeah they are yeah, they yeah. actually opened a brewery in Asheville, north carolina as well oh. and my cousin colin had his bachelor party in Asheville, and it was a uh, beer bachelor party oh that's really fun it was awesome we went to oscar blues he's your other beer not from tapped right yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. like my main untapped friend. But we went to he's my main friend on untapped. Yeah, he, he and his <laughs> he's bro- also my cousin. <laughs> he and his brother, who's also uh, my cousin. Um, but yeah, so we went to um, Oscar Blues. We went to Sierra Nevada. Opened up there. Like a lot of West Coast brewers, like opened up an East Coast out, outpost. That makes sense. Yeah, you just should. for distribution wise. Right, um, and uh, distribution wise, and it's like if you live in uh, New York and are a diehard Sierra Nevada fan, you might not ever get to Montecito, but you might scoot down to. Uh, you might scoot down to North Carolina. Yeah, totally. I like the uh, I like uh, Sierra Nevada's. My favorite beer Sierra Nevada ever did was their Porter, and it used oh, to be yeah. on tap at B sixty one, my old hangout that's a in Brooklyn. Weird, that's a weird beer because it's been around for forever, Sierra Nevada's Porter, um, but it's somewhat rare to see. It's like um, a, it's very rare. It has to see. no name. It's just called Porter. Yeah, and they have a stout too. Yeah, like well, that. their their pale ale is just called pale ale. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but the other stuff starts to get names like Torpedo and uh, Celebration and oh, stuff. Oh, this beer smells crazy. What is this beer, John? This is Morning Wood, ale with natural flavor added. Oak-aged coffee amber. This sounds awful. It's Local very coffee. Option. This ale is brewed with only the finest ingredients of malt, hops, yeast, water, time, and temperature. 7.3%. What is your take on coffee and beer? I don't... I don't hate it. I've had a few good ones. I had... I think it was at... Uh, um, what's the name of the Highland Park Brewery? That's I think maybe it's called Highland Park Brewery in okay. California. It's got kind of a good one. That's I did like a someone's beer podcast there one time. Yeah, and I uh, got to try a bunch of stuff. And they had a, a stout brewed with um, Stumptown, uh, oh, a sure. cold brew. Yeah, and it was very good. And they were like, "This is like not a coffee flavored beer. This is coffee and beer. Like yep. this has legit caffeine in it. You drink one with like breakfast." And it was fucking nice. It was like re- made coffee refreshing. There's a lot of beers that just straight up are coffee. Right. right yeah. <laughs> like but I hate like and this is true for me for coffee too. I love coffee, but I hate coffee that tastes like it's been flavored. And I think and that's so rare anymore, but beer that has like fake coffee flavoring, I'm not a fan. I I don't drink caffeine. Um mm. Uh, except for beer, like I just I gave up soda because I didn't want to get fat, and yeah. um, and I switched I, soda out with beer, and now I'm the healthiest I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I drink so much beer, which is why I, <laughs> I can't add soda. Oh, actually, I hate this less than I thought I would. It's pretty good. Um, it's but, porter adjacent. In so I gave up soda like ten years ago. Um, stopped drinking co- like a coke at lunch or whatever, and I and I'm not a coffee drinker. So um, I, there's been a couple times where I've had a beer with coffee in it, and then I couldn't go to sleep. And you had like because you know, my body's like you haven't had caffeine in ten years. Like <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? Um, I might actually I take like another it. splash of this. I, I, I kind of dig this. Like a coffee stout, I avoid because I don't want to. Like I, I won't drink it after like eight p.m. or whatever because right, right, because right. it will keep me up. But, but that's a good brunch beer. Yeah, as much as you yeah. kind of want like light and crisp in the morning, I think a coffee stout obviously makes sense too. That's a good idea. Maybe if I want to get into like drinking coffee in the morning, I'll just start drinking coffee stouts. At- yeah. <laughs> I'm sure uh, I'm sure your wife would be ecstatic to see you <laughs> smashing a beer. It's like, babe, it's got coffee in it. I got to go to work, get in a car. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is pretty solid. I'm I, actually I don't, not I don't disliking know. this, and this has all markers that I wouldn't like it. Yeah, I mean, it's like malt hops, yeast. We should yeah. have a th- we should have a third mug in here so Nick can add. Oh yeah, we're we're totally. Uh, <laughs> this is very rude. Uh, remind me to get an Instagram of all the beers so that when I post that Charlie's on, I don't even have to put a picture of him up. I'll just plug this. Well, I've got to take a picture of this so I can remember them all to check into them on my beer app. Yeah, dog. I got a big train ride coming up. I'm gonna be able to uh, write down all the beers I've had. Okay, this is against the grain brewery. I'm opening another one. This is Lager with Blood Orange. Sounds like you're going to hate it. I don't like lagers. And you know what I don't like is I don't like fruit beers. And I don't like the trend of like, here's a beer that we've been making for a while that now we're throwing a fruit on it. Yes. Like, I do not like that. You know, like, I mean, Sculpin, Grapefruit Sculpin, people like. Right. Um, from Ballast Point. And it's fine. It's I like, like their California Kolsch is good, too. But like, for me, it's like, great. It's like, it's a beer and you threw some orange peels in it. Right. It and doesn't now it tastes like, I don't know. I used to hate that shit. Uh, Sam Summer. I used to really like 
I don't love beers with the word summer in it. Like you that's don't, like right? a trick trigger word for me. But I used to, but now I think they're too citrusy. Yeah. I used to like that they were like pilsners with a light grapefruit uh-huh. kiss or something. But yeah. now it's like you're drinking a fucking pina colada more, you know? But, but there's I, breweries that are like, now it's it's this beer, but it's mango. Right. You know? And it fucked uh, fu- I it reeks of like you feel like your own uncle when you're like what what are they putting peaches in these beers now you know you fall right. sun uh, Dennis Leary used to have that bit like Pete's wicked ale who's Pete fuck Pete give me a shot of whiskey clang you know <laughs> <laughs> I remember that bit so specifically and then who's he turned Pete? into a Republican yeah yeah <laughs> of course he did he sounded like it his whole life yeah. well like Dogfish Head is a great example like I, I, again I respect them like sixty minute IPA and ninety minute IPA were definitely like what's their Gonzo Porter, is that it? I love that. That one. might be Flying Dog. Oh, wait. Yeah. I am thinking of Flying yeah. Dog. Who'd you say? Uh, Dogfish Head. Oh, Dogfish Head is Delaware. You're thinking of the Maryland's uh, Flying Dog. All right. Yes. <laughs> Same region. Uh, I like Flying Dog met more than Dogfish yeah. Head. Yeah. But Dogfish, Dogfish Head, Head like, is ev- like the plain labels. Right? Every, yeah. Well, they, I think they've re- re- done a new graphic design. Oh, a okay. Bit, but, but every uh, Dogfish Head beer, it's like a good idea for a beer. Plus peaches and olives. I you feel know? like I remember uh, Dogfish Head when I was not into it was like 60 minute IPA, 90 minute IPA, yeah. and 120 minute yeah. IPA. Do you I'm know like, how much alcohol is in 120 minute IPA? No. Generally, it's different every year, but around 18%. Jesus Christ, yeah. it's stronger than wine. They, they opened up <laughs> They opened up this, uh, there's a beer franchise called World of Beer, started down in Tampa, Florida, and they opened one on 8th Avenue and 26th Street. Wait, what's a beer franchise? Meaning it's it's like an Applebee's, like it's a it's you oh know. it's like a it's like a bar you can go yeah, to. Yeah, there's has a like- bar called World of Beer that started in Tampa and spread throughout the Southeast, and then they opened one on Eighth Avenue and between 26th and 25th across from UCB. No way! And I was like, this is amazing. It's one of those places like we have a hundred taps and. 10,000 bottles or whatever. And you were just like, I still can't find something. That but I- it was also like being, the atmosphere was like a BW3, like Buffalo ooh, Wild Wings. Like it was just ooh. like shitty, like 40 televisions. Um, That's not what I want. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it was, and it failed. It was only there for about a year. Oh, because that feels like they had they had it, McManus should have been shaken in their boots. But instead, yeah, a, yeah. Or like a, a, a great bar right across from UCB would kill. But um Anyway, there, there was someone, a girl from UCB um, on the team that's after my team, like went there one night and like ordered Dogfish Head 120, not knowing what she was getting. And then the bill came and it was like, they charged her $20 for the bottle, 12, 12 ounce <laughs> bottle, which is not unreasonable. Like if you no, buy, it, that's, if, that's you buy it in Whole Foods, it's probably like 10 or 11 bucks for a right, 12 right. ounce bottle because it's 18% alcohol. But she was like, yeah, I got drunk. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, twenty getting drunk for 20 bucks is a good deal. So I don't like this beer. Um, again, this is against the grain. Bloody show. Okay. Ooh, yeah. is, is that like a, a period? Is that a period reference? Bloody show. I don't know. Uh, a tribute to the language barrier from international collaboration and inspired by our affinity for Danish runners, scarves, and shorts. This bloody show is a crisp tart pilsner drenched with the juice and zest of blood oranges. The result is a freshing tart lager with citrus aroma worthy of even the hippest of Danish drinkers. You know what? It's fine. I mean, it's it's not that bad. It's, um, it's a lager with a little citrus. It's okay. Yeah, it's not that bad, but I am not enjoying it. I would never seek it out. Yes, okay, no. this last beer, I want the, the power through this beer. I'm really fucking excited about this. Yeah, that's Because I, I am like, yeah, I'm kind I'll of a mess over here. <laughs> so this is Evil Twin. So let me tell you briefly about Evil Twin. Please do. There was, uh, there was a, two twin brothers in Copenhagen um, who opened a brewery. I'm my glass with cold. <laughs> who opened a brewery called Mikkeler. Um, and I've been to Copenhagen. I went to their bar. They're awesome. Um, and there's a there's a bar and um, well, I'll get to that in a second. But anyway, uh, two brothers. Mikkeler is the name of the brewery. One of the brothers broke up and broke off and started his own brewery, and he named it Evil Twin. And they do not like each other. What? Yeah, there's two twin brothers that hate each other, and one was like, "Fuck you! I'm stealing all the recipes. I'm starting my own brewery." I don't and it's know called any Evil Twin. twins that aren't friends. These guys don't speak. That's um, crazy to me. And this guy, the 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 evil twin, opened up. I don't think he has a brewery. He's like a contract brewer, also known as Gypsy Brewer. Like he just brews at other people's facilities. For, yeah. So like you you can get like an evil twin type beer at you can get evil twin brought to you by Kelso. Yeah. Whatever. He just yeah. makes it yeah, at yeah. different different people's facilities. He rents the the tanks or whatever. But uh, there's a good bar in Greenpoint, not far from here, uh, called Torst that the evil twin guy owns. Oh. Um, super cool beer bar. But anyway, he makes great stuff. Mickler also makes great stuff. I think Mickler now has a California brewery as well. Oh, cool. Um, so the brothers don't get along, but they both both make good beers. But Evil Twin has a beer called Yen, 
which we're about to drink, which is, uh, it says here, Imperial Taji Stout. I don't know what the fuck the word Taji means. But I would imagine like Japanese hops or something like Japanese. that. Yeah, because it's called yin, like one yeah. half of yin and yang. So they also have, well, they also have a beer called Yang, which is a uh, IPA. So they have a stout and an IPA. Yin, and is that yin IPA and yang. light colored? Because it would make sense that they'd make a black and tan out of it, right? So exactly. So they they also, they sometimes will brew yin and yang together. They'll mix them together. Oh, but what, shit. What I, I did this a couple of years ago, and a lot of, lot of uh, beer fans will do this, is you buy yin, you buy yang, and you make it into a black and tan. You mix them together. Oh, um, I love a good black and tan. And it, yeah, but a black and tan with two 10% alcohol beers is yeah. like, you know, so this is 10%. Um, most of Evil, Evil Twins, like LLC, uh, here it is, distributed by 12% LLC, Brooklyn, New York. So 12% is the name of their LLC because Which they're most saying of, they're high octane. Most shit. of their beers are 12%. Jesus. Um, but so here's what's unique about this. Yeah, so tell me, this is yin, and it's an imperial porter. So it's, it's a, like an a, imperial stout. Oh, imperial stout. Right, high right. alcohol stout, 10%. I'm, I think I'm going to love what it. What does imperial mean? Because I know that's Imperial like, in general means more high alcohol. alcohol. Right, so like yeah. an imperial IPA is a synonym for a double IPA. It's oh, just okay. you know, yeah, yeah. more alcohol than, than normal. But it's funny. Like There's some brewers that'll get cute and be like, it's an imperial session IPA. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like 6% instead of 4.5%. Like, well, that's just an IPA. Now you're making an IPA, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, here's what the description says. This is one half of a black and tan. Not just any black and tan, but the one where a toasted smug and a hoppy fella get together to make a sublime... Taji balance. Anyway, the thing that I'm excited about is the bottled on date, which by the way, I don't think Evil Twin puts dates in their bottles anymore, which drives me crazy. Uh, I could go on a whole rant about the fact that most brewers don't put born on dates. And they should. It's like, that is the- Because n- you can't trust distributors. You can't the, trust- The number the one problem with beer right now is that people don't put dates on beers. And people and, and most consumers aren't aware that if you have an IPA, especially a double IPA, you need to drink it within two months. Or oh, it is really? A, it is a different beer and it fucking sucks. I didn't Session know Session IPA, a little bit less, but still, like if, if I'm going to the grocery store and I'm going to buy a 30-pack of- all day founders IPA to take, uh, to take on a beach trip or whatever. I want it within the last month. I want to go on that beach trip <laughs> where we're drinking all day. Come to South Carolina next summer. You, uh, ask one more you. time. I'll, and I'm like, I juice, I'll just be there. <laughs> uh, but no, it's so for, so for certain styles of beers, hoppy beers, IPAs, double IPAs, you want to drink it as fresh as possible. If you're at the brewery and it came out yesterday, that's your yeah, yeah. Um, but for stouts, aging it is good. Oh, interesting. They, they, they open up. They taste a little bit different. And this brewery bothers me because they don't have bottled on dates. This bottle has a date. Which, and I don't think I've ever seen an Evil Twin bottle with a date on it. And the date is 123013. So it's the end of 2013. That's four and a half years ago. <laughs> so, and and a lot of times, if I'm in a, if I'm like, if I'm down in South Carolina and I'm in a bottle shop, there's a couple that I go to when I'm at the beach that there's one that's like, it's kind of shitty. Like they don't move a lot of product because most people are just buying the Coors Light and leaving. Right, right. And I've gone there and been like, holy shit, they have a Founders Imperial Stout that's three years old. They also have one that's two years old and one that's one years old. And I'll buy all three. And, and try and that's play called, with It's called a vertical. So like, oh, so cool. then like, you know, my cousin and I in the same night will be like let's have the 2013 and the 2014 and 2015 and see how it's different so people will buy beers like this that we're about to drink and they'll age them on purpose so like oh, this would be sense. a prized possession of someone's cellar like i've got a four and a half year old yen in my cellar that's crazy and this is solely because we just sent uh marika from headgum to, by to, accident i by think you guys found, bought a four, a four and a half year, year old, old beer. beer yeah and it smells great yeah, super like, um, definitely if there were any hops in it, they probably would be dead by now because, you know, hops kind of fade away. Oh, oh, man. That is wildly smooth for 10%. Yeah, you're smelling, yeah, for 10%, <laughs> definitely it's going down easy. Oh, yeah. This, it's it's sort of, it's sweet. It's a little sweet, but uh, bitter too because of the strong, like there's a strong. Because it's got 10% alcohol. Right. Still, and yeah. honestly, I know. Ooh, it's got kind of a smoke on the end. I was about to say, the smokiness makes it. Closer to porter in my in yeah. flavor profile yeah. than a stout. Well, you know that. Um, Jesus, do you Christ. know what stout yeah. is? I don't know the difference between stout and a porter. A stout is a strong porter. A strong porter. That's all it is. Oh, I always assumed that a stout was like a flatter porter because, like, because in my head Guinness is like the you know. A well, that's an, the Guinness is an Irish dry stout, right? Which is a different thing. Oh, okay. Um, so that's sort of like creamy, like Guinness is is a nitro beer. Yes. Right. So ni- yeah. nitro is with nitrogen and not. not not oxygen or carbon dioxide, whatever it is. It's CO2. But, yeah, yeah, not yeah, carbon yeah. dioxide. So it's like when you get a nitro, because nitro coffee is popular now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I walk by the Starbucks yeah. on the way here. Get the nitro cold brew and it's 
cold brew through a nitrogen tank and gives it like a head. Yeah. Dude, I love Guinness is so like once you've got the taste for it, it's the most sessionable beer. Yeah, because it has no alcohol in it. Right, and it doesn't, and it has no carbonation, that much carbonation, so you're not getting like burpy or full. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, I gotta, and then you're like, oh, of course this is the drink of Ireland. <laughs> like, where it's, it's like, sessionable. You can have 15 and like go to work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, back, yeah, because like back in the day in like high school, like I always thought, like, oh, Guinness, man, that's like, it's like having a milkshake. Right. It's like super. And it sounds like it's like you're drinking a loaf of bread. It's yeah. like all this shit. But it's actually say. low in calories. Yeah. And low in probably High in vitamin be- G. Because. Is vitamin G really a vitamin? No, but that was a poster they used to have that I was obsessed with. Like oh. They just made up a vitamin G Got for it. Guinness, and they were like, we're loaded with vitamin G. <laughs> yeah, this I is, like this. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I it's, would be pissed if like, I got this as my first beer at like 5 p.m. after work. Like, yeah. I'd be like, oh, no. This no, is- we sort of accidentally went from like low alcohol to high alcohol. Now I'm a little bit drunk, and I've got to give a presentation in an hour. <laughs> I'm slightly buzzed, and i got to do another podcast after this, and then go to dinner. <laughs> I'm gonna sip. I'm gonna sip this and eat some food before I have to work. Yeah, but, smart move. Smart move. Uh, yeah, I'm getting a little hot face. I mean, it is hot in this room, but I'm also true. starting to get hot face. Oh, this is um, good. I love. I've a few times I've stumbled across like a session porter, and I think that is like mm. for like not the summer and like because porters aren't necessarily particularly high in alcohol. No, but they're, they're probably not. like six percent. They're six percent right? or yeah. something. But the ones that aren't sweet that are like smoky or bitter more than sweet. Mm. That's like the dream porter. For well, there's me. there's a style Rausch beer, which what? is a German style, and Ooh. we were in a, we were in a German city, my wife Cody and I, and um had it like they like uh they brew it like on top of where they're like cooking bacon basically, and it like it's like <sighs> right, a, this is right my way if you ever out. see Rausch beer R A U C H, uh, it's like bacon beer. And it, oh, that's and it fucking definitely awesome. tastes like bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Super smoky bacon. Oh, I, a- I don't really like smoky beers. Oh, I like the I like the smoke flavor as long as it doesn't taste like artificial smoke flavor. Sometimes like, it tastes like a little ashtray. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. And someone, this just has like a tiny smoke at the end that's like, all right. Yeah, no, and it, I feel it, it. it actually like cuts what I think would make it taste sweet and a little too tart. Yeah. And I like that smokiness at the end. Yeah. But I am going to have to switch back to a, uh, a Pilsner or a Kolsch to like, yeah. cause I feel like my mouth is getting like chalky from drinking this. But I like to me, like, uh, like 8% is sort of my target. Like, yeah. Seven and a half, really like eight to nine, yeah, is what I like to drink. See, I like the slightly lower, slightly lighter. I can have eight, you yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. I like I'm gonna have two of these eight percent beers, and that's great. There that's was a uh, who makes the Hammerhead IPA or the Hammer? Mm, I don't know that Red Hook Brewery, Red Hook, the, oh, they oh, do the Long Hammer, Long Hammer, sorry, yeah. yes, yes. They had a crushable ale, and which I'm forgetting the name oh, of like their... Audi- Audible or the something? Audible. Yeah. I was obsessed with that. I drank aud- bottles of Audible for like fucking years. Like, you know what's really funny? I was at a beer festival once and Red Hook was there and I was talking to the guy from the brewery who was there and Audible Ale, they created specifically to be a gateway beear from Bud Light, Coors Light to, to good, to good beer, right? And like it makes it, total because I think it is kind of a light lager, but it's better. Right. Or, it know. has it has yeah. more flavor. It's like the it's like the definition of a good session beer. It's like you're drinking what tastes like a very good Miller Lite, and it's great fucking ice cold. Um, Fuller's uh, all day IPA. Hold on, that's Founders. Founders yeah. Fuller's is ESB is the British company. Oh yeah, sure. They're extra, extra special, special bitter. That yeah. one is fantastic yeah. as well. I'm just uh, now I'm now we're we're coming towards the end here. Let's just like throw out some of our because like what's your beer that you're you're visiting your in-laws you're going out to some restaurant and you're like what beer are you like this will probably be on the menu thank god i'll get this here's what's here's what's the great thing about beer right now is that i'm gonna get these numbers totally wrong and i'm gonna make them up right but please do like in like 1900 there was like a thousand breweries in the united states and in like 1979 there were like 20. Right. And now there's a thousand again. Right. right like those right. numbers are wrong. But that generally that is the curve. Yeah, we, that like every local town a hundred years ago had their own brewery. And then everything consolidated to Bud Miller Coors. And that right. was it. And now it's exploding like not just in LA and New York, but my in-laws are in Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio has amazing beer. They have yes, amazing yes, breweries. Yeah. And every town Every state, at least, has a brewer that's trying to do like the New England style or trying to do the West Coast IPA style. Or there's like a shit, like even like I say shitty because it's just not as high quality as other places. But like 
you go to Peekskill, New York, and there's the Peekskill Brewery, yeah. and it's like they're doing their own local brews. It's at least, like, whenever yeah. I, it's it's made, to me, it's made like traveling so much more interesting. Like, it, you know, it used to be like, oh, I'm in Europe, I'm trying all these German beers. Fuck that, I don't want German beers. I, I wish I was I on Torco again beers. now. Right? Yeah, don't you wish exactly. you were the age to do Torco? Exactly. Go to these college towns and be like, oh, I'll take this for. Yeah. Blah, blah, I had like yeah. a speaking engagement in St. Louis a year ago, and this is like the peak. Charlie Todd is that I, w- I was in St. Louis. Uh, they had a bike share program. I signed up for their bike share program and I rode my bike to four different local breweries and got drunk. And it was like the best, the best night of my life by myself. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've had better nights with other people, my wife mostly, but, um, you know, it was like, this is it, man. I, uh, I did all that. And then there was like a wrestling based improv show that I stopped by. And then I had the most Charlie Todd night of my yeah. life. But I mean that, that like in terms of like takeaway from from this podcast, Gabrielson, I know you like to really educate people and yeah, give them I a mean, big, big on, on whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I like to educate from below. But I would say, like you know, if wherever you are, try your local. Try drink local. Just drink yes. drink local. Whether you're in your own town or you're traveling, find out what the local brewery is. Try. I it love out. nothing more than finding. I'm like, oh, yeah. what's this brewery? And they're like, oh, it's just like two towns away. I'm like. All right, cool. And you have three different beers from yeah. there. Go to a brewery, order a flight, yeah, get four exactly. four ounce pours, see what you like. Uh, you know, try not to just you know. But we didn't even get into like the whole sellout thing. But th- that's what's sort of fascinating with beer that's right what's now. Pissing you off right now a lot. It's not. Right? It's actually not pissing me off. It's oh. like to me as a guy that went to high school in the late nineties, like. It's very similar to like watching your favorite band join a major label yeah. in the nineties. It was like, oh man, I, I can only imagine how you felt when Pavement did that. D- like <laughs> they, they stayed in Matador, but Matador yeah. got bought. Right. But right. anyway, <laughs> but, but, it, but it was like, oh man, Dinosaur Junior's on a major label, and uh, mm-hmm. really Smashing Pumpkins is gonna go. This is how to, I felt when everyone started playing D and D. I'm right. Like, Come on. You know, yeah. That, this yeah. is my thing. Yeah. But yeah. So it's the same thing. It's like, well, as long as the music isn't going to change, I'm happy for them. They're going to get more money. Right, right, more right. people are going to enjoy it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. You know. Even though I thought it was my thing, but that's how I feel when it's like, really, like, uh, you know, Lagunitas got bought. You know, has 49 percent of it is Heineken now. Like, yeah, uh, that sucks. Shit. But if little something something is on every tap and every bar, right? Then that's it, great. Yeah. If if I can now, if the shitty hotel or chain restaurant I'm yeah. going to has Lagunitas, their session IPA is great too. Oh yeah, daytime fractional. I think yeah, it's daytime called. fractional. Yeah. Yes, that, that that's a good one too. They have whatever they put. I think it's their yeast formula or their hop formula or whatever. Like uh, my cousin Todd, uh, he's he's always what's talking. his last name? Oh, you don't have to say his last name, but it's not Todd, is it? No, no, his his last name is Robertson, but okay. my last name is Todd. But he, he's, he's named after his mother's maiden name. Okay, good. Because uh, if you had a cousin named Todd, I, gotta Todd, sh- I would never have released this episode and only have him on. Todd, Todd. No, I got to give a shout out to Todd Robertson and Colin Robertson, my two cousins who are my beer friends. Oh, that's um, awesome. I got to shout but, out Brian Sanford who gets shouted out all the time with my beer friend. But Todd, like, Todd told me one time, like, Lagunitas, I can't stand them. All their beers taste the same. And my response is, I love them. All their beers taste the same. Same. Like I agree, but there's right. just like they, you like, know you're drinking a Lagunitas. Yeah, certain have brewers it, have yeah. like something in their whatever their master formula is, whether it's yeast or hops. I'm not smart enough to know, but it's like, yeah, whatever it is, even if it's kind of like not my style, it's got that little Lagunitas thing in it. But it is interesting. It's like ah, they sold out. They got a ton of money. Good for them. I'm happy for them. Please let the beer just stay the same. You know, yeah. it's don't not, be like it's not like don't I w- get a. Uh, Ray Crocked, like the McDonald's brothers. <laughs> as long, yeah, as long as they don't fuck it up. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, so some of my favorite beers that I'm excited to try to get in any moment are the Carton Boat beer. Yep. Founders All Day IPA, great one. Yep. What's the fel- What's the uh, the session from the uh, 21st Amendment one? Fell Down oh, to the yeah, Earth? Down, or, uh, down to Earth. Down maybe. to Earth yeah, is a good one. That's um, good. I really like uh, the um, Oscar Blues Pinner mm-hmm. is a great one. Oscar Blues Mama Yellow Pills is good too. I hate that beer. Of course, that would. That's kind of Belgian. I'm surprised you like it. It's tolerable for yeah. a, for a yeah. I, and it comes in cans, which is yeah. exciting. Uh, oh, another tip for the listener: drink beer in cans. Get canned beer, especially I, summertime. I. I'm a big proponent, and it's going to sound corny, but no glass by the pool. I'm sorry. Glass is not allowed in the pool. It's not allowed in the beach, guys. You no, gotta drink get cans. it out of there. And yeah. seriously, because if you, even in your own house, if you break a glass in your pool, you will cut your feet for five years on it. Oh, As really? someone who's That's... like worked at a pool my whole life, yeah. you can't find it all. Yeah. It, do, it just stays on the bottom. Like it's it doesn't really, just go down the drain. It does. Just, yeah, no, it's glass. Yeah, it yeah. just stays there, and it's like you can't see it. And so cans by the yeah. pool. But side. we alluded to this and didn't fully explain. But like beer hates light. Like right. sunlight makes beer 
go skunk. And that's why green glass. That's why green good. fucking Heineken bottles are the worst. Brown bottles a little bit better. Cans the best. And we all sort of think like cans, like Heineken beers, premium cans is like shitty. And it and it beer, used but, to be that. It used but, to be like canned beer was shit. And now yeah. also we're the not the best ta- beers in cans. Cans is is more renewable and more earth friendly than bottles as well. And then on right. on top of it, cans are safe. You can shrink them down. Your cooler is markedly lighter when you leave the beach. The if day, it's all if it's pack all it cans, in, pack it out. Exactly. It, oh fuck! Now I'm really pumped to start drinking. I'm gonna drink <laughs> beer all night long now too. I don't really drink as much beer as I used to because I think I have something with gluten. Because oh no, I used to just have diarrhea every day for that, my entire. That's my life. worst nightmare that I'll get some kind of gluten thing and I can't drink beer. Yeah, and I totally was like, it can't be beer. It can't be beer. And then I like switched to drinking like tequila and soda, and I was like. I'm doing so much better the next day. My shit's got better. My hangovers disappeared, (laughs) even though I was just as drunk. And I was like, fuck. I still drink beer all the time. You hit a certain age and you drink a lot of beer the next morning. It's a little rough. Yeah. It's just go. And, but like, that's life now. Like if I have a dinner that I'm excited about the next day, I'm like, I need to wake up an hour earlier to get to the (laughs) office on time. Um, Charlie, we can wrap, we can wrap this up here. Are there any other beers? Like I just, I threw out like five. Is there any, like just, you could shout out some of the purveyors, like stuff you're really digging. Breweries I love. I probably already mentioned them, but other half, Interboro, Long Island city, LIC, a beer project, single cut, Graham. These are all amazing brewers in the New York City area. Um, in terms of like the more national ones, like, you know, Stone still does good stuff. Stone does great shit. Yeah, um, I love you and Taz got some great stuff. Yeah. Montecito has like the red hot, like the, they have like the bird named oh, the, beers. The ones with the eagles on the yeah, bottles. Yeah, yeah. Those, are, those, are, those are some of those yeah. are really good. Yeah, Founders is great. Founders is I mean, fucking half, awesome. Half these breweries have half sold out, but, right. you know. That doesn't mean know. they're bad though. Yeah. Necessarily. No, it doesn't. Uh <laughs> Um, Charlie, where can people uh, tweet? Like, what's your uh, Twitter handle? So I am tweet? at Charlie Todd on Twitter. Tweet at me and tell me uh, what, what, what you beer like? we should have talked about or what beer I got wrong. Yeah. And uh, uh, where, wh- main tell thing people is, about uh, Improv Everywhere. Yeah, so Improv Everywhere, if you don't know, is, uh, is a YouTube channel that I run and a um, production company I run here in New York where we do scenes of chaos and joy in public places. We did the Grand Central Freeze where we had 200 people freeze in place for five minutes Yeah, you did the MP3 experiment. It's probably one of your big things MP3 experiment where people are listening to instructions via our um, iPhone app uh, in a public space together. Um, Yeah, so I do all kinds of crazy shit. So check out Improv because some of the shit you guys do is like I love all the stuff you guys have been doing. And I feel like it's crazy. I don't know anyone who's doing that same thing that they were doing 10 years ago. It's a very and specific, keeping it, yeah. And you're, a, but you're keeping it fresh and keeping it alive, which is It's a specific crazy. niche I created, which is like surprising and delighting people in public spaces. And, you know, I end up directing a lot of shit because of that, which is great. Well, on a, on a like possibly diminishing like uh, explanation, it's like positive pranks in a yeah, weird totally. way. Yeah, it's like totally. a way to phrase it. Yeah. Where it's like, I just look because I'm a big fan of like high production value going into something silly, and I think that's like a big. I love spending so much time on something that only like two people are gonna love. I know, <laughs> and then finding out that when you film it, it's huge. You yeah, know, what I mean? one yeah. one of the best examples is the uh, wedding reception for the city oh, hall sure. people. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. That, that's like one of my. I mean, it's the one that is just the clearest. Like this is a solid. Great yeah. idea. Where I, you, so to explain that, I approached a random couple who had just gotten married at City Hall, you know, just like a small private... Like you them know, and their parents. Like yeah, a classic, them and their parents. Like, then I said, hey, I'm with Mayor Bloomberg, because uh, it was a few years ago, uh, and uh, we're having we're giving free wedding receptions to one lucky couple a day. Do you want one? <laughs> and then across the street, we had a big tent set up, and we had like eight bridesmaids and eight and a band, And you had, and you had DJ. best man speech. Yeah. You had, like you had a maid of honor For, for two random people. First dance. Yeah. It's like, that's and like, I loved it. That's the most fun. Like, that is... Those people who film their fucking proposals and and shit now is like that's all started with IE I think like yeah, all no, that thanks. shit like filming positive things serendipitously is like the, you, the other thing I want to plug is the Two Beers End podcast. Yes, please, if you're yes. interested in politics. And you're liberal. If you're conservative, you might not like it. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, and if you liberal, <laughs> and if you listen to my podcast, you might not have thought about politics in the last <laughs> decade. But yeah. uh, check out Charlie and, and your wife hosts that with you too. Yeah, right? Cody Lindquist, my wife. Uh, we host it's called the Two Beers End Podcast. Check it out on iTunes. But I think uh, my listeners might like the idea of smashing two beers and then talking yeah, about politics. It's, I mean, the the level of tipsiness we are now after sampling all these beers is is how we start the podcast. Yeah, I it's, like it's that. a lot of fun. And I will, uh, I want to do that next time I'm in town. When it yeah, works let out. us know. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Charlie, thank you so much. As always, I'm at John Gabris on Twitter. No H's. Tweet at me and Charlie your favorite beer, especially your local like beers, so that we know when we hit your town or near your town to try those out. Um, 
tweeted us any beers we forgot or uh, any, if you heard the things that we like, give us recommendations of something similar. Um, and as always, you can buy a t-shirt at gabrus.com slash shirts. And I think that's about all I got going on in my life right now. So bye, shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast.